yourself and for 100%, I can definitely guarantee this to anyone, if you are yourself, the right people, the people that you actually need in your life will be besides you. Hi, this is Shoma Sonson, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and strategies on how to overcome your teenage struggles, whether it's anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, maybe you're new to the country or new to the school, whatever it may be, I interviewed successful people from all around the world who have gone through the same struggles as you, and we share on how you can overcome yours too. Before I continue with the interview, I have provided a link in the description, the seven quick and easy ways to feel better by yourself. These are based off of my own experiences in life and based off of the 27 interviews that I have done with people from all around the world. And these tips are really life-changing and can really help you to push forward in life. If you have a friend, a classmate, or family member that's in a funk, share the Teenage Impact Podcast because it's the best podcast out there for any teenager that's in high school or middle school to listen to to get out of this funk because we all know we've all been there where we feel like there's nothing else out there in life that we don't even want to continue. We don't even want to get out of bed. And sometimes all it takes is inspirational people from all around the world who have gone through the same struggles as you say a few things that can be life-changing and that can help you get out of this funk and give you a different viewpoint on life. So do your friend, your classmate, or your family member a favor by sharing the Teenage Impact podcast with them. Today's podcast guest is Goody. Goody has almost a half a million followers on TikTok. His whole message, his whole mission is to inspire people from all around the world. He creates TikTok videos with stories that have hidden messages in them. And now he's going viral and impacting a lot of people's life. He was born in Venezuela, moved to Montreal, Canada by the age of eight. He had a hard time adjusting to Canadian life. He did everything to try to fit in. He hid his accent. He started acting a certain way. When he was 14 years old, 13 years old, his mother sent him to Venezuela to learn about his roots. He was never the same person again because when he came back to Canada, he stopped trying to fit in and started being himself and he became a happier person because of it. Today's entire podcast episode is how you can practice self-love and why it's extremely important to be yourself in high school because when you practice self-love, when you beat yourself in high school, you as a student become happier because you surround yourself with people who respect you versus like you for who you are. So give it up for Goody. I'm with my friend Goody. Goody, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Good, man. Th- thank you so much for really being on the show. You know, I've, I've been following you the past couple months and, it, you know, your content on TikTok is truly inspirational and changing lives and I love it. Thanks so much, man. Um, this is my first podcast, so I really want to thank you for inviting me here. And uh, I can wait to share my, my story with y'all. Hopefully it can help somebody here. Uh-huh. And y- you preach a lot about uh, self-love and yeah. really um, loving yourself because when it comes to you being bullied and going through the hard times, it becomes a little bit easier because you have a little bit more confidence. Now, you went through that as a child when yeah. 
when you were moving from Canada, I mean, Venezuela to Canada, can you tell us about your move and what age it was? Uh, when I moved from Venezuela to Canada, I was eight years old. I was, I think, in third grade or something. So I came here to Canada. I didn't know English. Uh, I'm in Montreal specifically, so I also have to learn French. So, sorry, I have to learn French even before I learn English. I couldn't speak to anybody. One thing I was lucky for is that um, my parents actually uh, moved into uh, a neighborhood that was well-rounded. So, well-surrounded, sorry. It, it was, Canada, Montreal is pretty, it's very much a secure city where I didn't have to worry about like having bad influences around me. So that's one thing I'm really happy about. But when it comes to like me being an immigrant and dealing with people from the city, it was really different. It was hard for me to adapt myself with the culture here in Montreal, specifically when you're Latino. I, I just feel like it, it's a very, it, <laughs> I always like to say it, it's a different spice, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was, um, it was definitely an experience on me and also my family, my dad, my dad and mom who lived in Venezuela their whole life. So we, we didn't we couldn't we didn't really fit in from the start. So we really had to find our way into like into into the city itself, you know. It was how long did it take you to actually learn the language? Well since I was eight years old, it took me like I would say I really started speaking French after four or five months where I was able to like speak to people and like really like go to the grocery store and order, like ask questions and just be by, be by, be by, uh, sorry, be by myself, you know? And then after a year, I was completely comfortable with the language. I was able to talk with anyone, anybody. I even had an act, like I, I even had the right accent. I was trying to hide my, my Spanish accent because back then it wasn't cool, you know? And people were tag you as like, oh, you're an immigrant. And uh -huh. that was when you're eight to nine years old, that kind of hits you especially when you come from like from 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 a country where you you barely have seen any diversity or barely have seen any people that are um that are they're immigrants you know so i didn't know how to deal with it and my way to, to deal with it is it, it was trying to fit in as much as possible so i wouldn't get noticed as like an immigrant you know so how did you try to fit in i was trying to fit in by speaking the language properly so speaking the like like you say, like talking the lingo. So being able to like express myself, like the, the locals here, I was trying to like act like the locals. As many people know, my name is Javier. And I was trying to like switch it up to uh, Xavier, which was more local. So people wouldn't tag me as an immigrant, you know? So I was really scared of the judgment of people around me because I was, I was totally different, you know? Um, people here looked, looked a certain way, acted a certain way, and I acted completely different differently one of the main things for me is that I, I speak very loud like I'm very very loud and <laughs> and that comes like that's a that's for me like a family trade and a Latino trade because it's funny really, it's funny because yeah. on your TikTok you don't speak <laughs> I know I know <laughs> I was speaking <laughs> but uh like in real life I really speak loud in public place whatsoever and here people are really I would say polite and they're really quiet and don't speak that much for me I was just trying to like blend in as much as possible with the the language my my manners uh the way i dressed even i was trying to dress like people over here uh so i was trying to fit in instead of standing out you know uh -huh. and so you're trying to fit in in elementary and middle school now high school comes comes along yeah 
that's more interesting though. <laughs> so you, you you said that you were trying to date people not because you didn't like them or yeah. is because you you saw other people dating so you got into the dating scene. Tell us a little bit yeah. about that. So when I got into high school, um, first of all, my mentality changed. My mom actually saw the my my trend of trying to fit in to uh, with the locals here, and she kind of got a, got a upset with me because she was like, "You're yes, you you are you're growing up in Canada, and like obviously she wanted me to pick up certain things from the culture because Canadian culture like it, it's beautiful, you know. Um, there's a lot of diversity and there's a lot of things to pick up." from but she didn't want me to lose my roots so um she sent me back to venezuela when I, after after first year of high school <laughs> and after that summer i would say that's the summer where i really realized who i was as a person you know at that moment it's a pivotal moment in my life that defines even who i am right now where i got to understand my culture you know because when you leave a country with so much history as venezuela at eight years old, you don't really get to grasp what makes you like from that country, you know? So at 14, obviously I was a little older, so I got to grasp a lot of things from there and I got to like witness what I am proud of today, you know, like the, the culture from Venezuela, the way people speak to each other, the, the, the confidence uh, uh, that comes from, from people also. There, there's so many beautiful things that come out from, 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 from my country and I'm, I'm really proud of there's there's beautiful things in all in all countries but simply because i'm from there i, I really have a, a, an attachment to it and what i witnessed there i brought it back in my second year of high school here and i was totally totally a different person i wasn't trying to fit in i wasn't trying to fit in with my language i wasn't trying to like i wasn't trying to hide my accent i wasn't trying to like be quiet i was i was trying to just be myself as much as i can you know and uh, and spending time with my family also, the, the, the kind of reminded me where I was coming from too, you know. I honestly, I come from a poor family and humble beginnings. Those things, learning about my, my, my past, my ancestors and, and the present of that country really, really made, made me, made, made my confidence today, you know. Made, made, like it changed, it switched something into me that uh, I, 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 I'm carrying with me for until the day I die and also in secondary in second year of high school I was more of myself I was hanging out with people that um that that I believed had the same values with me so I was hanging with a lot of immigrants I was relating a lot more to them and but one thing though is that I was still young you know 14 years old you're not a I didn't become mature from a day to the other (laughs) The trend was, yeah, like, yo, the real trend was really to, like, starting to dating girls. And the conversation was, uh, the conversation was heavy on girls, uh, let's just say. And uh, I felt pressured to have girlfriends and dating girls and try to, um, try to simply date people simply because it was, it was something cool and not really because I loved them. And it got me into a lot of trouble, especially with my first, first girlfriend. Which you know, I didn't, I didn't really wanted to to be with, you know, in the first place. One thing people don't realize is that if you're not ready to spend time with someone, and that you are basically just with them to look cool or have a certain image or to please people around you, you're not. Yes, you're benefiting yourself, but you are 
playing with somebody else's life because that person is not going to feel happy with you and she's definitely going to start having some doubts about herself she she's not going to feel fulfilled you know and that's something i didn't understand in high school you know and i stay i stayed with my first girlfriend for like three years what was the i guess what was that moment where you said you know what i'm this is not me um i think it was three years later which is pretty late man um I wasn't in my fifth year of high school and I had spent my whole high school years with her. Now, obviously my feeling after three years of that girl, I didn't feel anything anymore. I was just like, I don't even know why I'm with this girl anymore. I don't even see a future with this girl anymore. We broke up, you know, one of the things that, and this is something that is hard for me to talk about, but I really want to talk about it because it was my first encounter with suicidal thoughts which was me breaking up with this girl who I had spent three years with. And because we were not together anymore, she was depressed. And she even thought um, two or three times about killing herself. A lot of the times um, she would call me and like, tell me, yes, I'm ready to commit suicide right now. I can't believe I'm not spending my life with you. I can't believe we're not together anymore. And that is scary for the other person on the other side of the line. Cause it's like, even though we're only 16 and in my like, even though that person might not be ready to do it for a 16 year old to have someone telling you I'm about to suicide. It's pretty heavy. You don't really know how to feel, you know, but even then, I would say the, the the good thing I did at that point was simply stay on the phone with her and try for four or five hours to convince her that her life wasn't just about me, you know, try to let her know that she had surroundings. She had people around herself that were ready to share their whole life with her and ready to give her the love that I might not have been able to give her, you know? And I would say like after that first relationship, <laughs> my net like then I broke up with this girl when I was 17 and uh, I'm 25 now like from 17 to 25 I've been absolutely careful to not only what I say to women but also how I act around them because not only your words can affect someone but the way you act too you know um flirting with other girls or just having friends, you know, like having best friends and stuff like that can affect someone. Having like girls' best friend can really affect a woman's like <laughs> feelings and stuff like that. And it's not to say that you shouldn't have, but it's just from that experience, I just learned that your actions and your words can really can really affect someone's life. And so, if you're not careful, it might go further than that, and, and uh, you might get real consequences. You know. So it all started when you, you were just trying to fit in, you know, you, yeah, um, I, because you, of my own feeling. Exactly. You, you came own. back from Venezuela, started, started being yourself, but there were still some things that you were trying to follow the trend because it was cool. Exactly. What's the biggest lesson between all that? To just be yourself and be confident, man. Like something I learned through the years is that there is absolutely no reason for you to try to please people that don't put food on the table for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be yourself. Like, you work for a 
purpose. You know, you were put on this earth for a purpose and you are authentic in just being your own self. Often like on TikTok, obviously we will see like girls that um, act a certain way or they, uh, they dress a certain way or even guys who look a certain way, act a certain way. And because these people have some clout, we feel the, the urge of resembling them. And it's like, oh, if I look like them, I will be accept, I will be accepted. But the truth is, you don't need to be accepted by the same people that these people are being accepted by. Like, you have your own destiny. You have your own life, you know. Be yourself, and for 100%, I can definitely guarantee this to anyone. If you are yourself, the right people, the people that you actually need in your life will be besides you. Don't try to be somebody else because you'll, you'll attract people that won't fit your person that won't fit your personality for real. You know, you won't that won't make you grow. That won't be really what you need for for you to be the human being that you have to be. I learned that lesson after like all those experiences in high in high school, and I, I've never been happier. Like obviously, like not everyone's gonna like you. That's something I, <laughs> I learned the, the hard way. Not everyone's gonna like you, but at the end of the day, like I'm myself and I have the people around me that I need that make me happy, that make me happy. Well, not happy, but like I'm comfortable with, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, after a certain age, I just like discovered that you have to make yourself happy first and then spread the happiness around you. But I definitely have the people that I need right now. I know who my friends are, my family. I also have a girlfriend and I know exactly why these people are in my life and because I am myself and I'm not trying to please anybody. These people are, are, are able to see who I am and help me grow, you know? It's, it's crazy because I, I remember in high school, in middle school, you try to please everyone. Yeah. Just, just because you want friends. Exactly. Once, once you start getting older, you realize, okay, how can I be different? <laughs> Yo, that's exactly, yes, that's exactly what happened. But how can, you know, how can someone who's listening to this as 15, 16 years old, who might not have any friends and doing the best they can to have friends, but, you know, them being themselves, they don't have any friends, but when they fit it, try to fit in with people, that's when people start liking them. What can you tell them? If you try to fit in with people and they start liking you, they don't like you for real. If, you, if, if you're trying to fit in, you're trying to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that means that the people who, who, who are around you, they don't really like you. One of the things I would say, and I mean, I, I would apply this because, um, I mean, I saw with my sister. My sister my sister's much more of an introvert and more reserved. And uh, she herself had a little, it was difficult for her to find relationships in high school. I would say, like, the only thing I could say, man, is that high school is just five years of your life. Don't base your life out of those five years. Because life is much longer than that. They're like, wait, high school is what? From 12 to 15? Four years, yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess, oh, the, I guess in the United States, 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 is, United States is four years. Four years. years five, but four years, even, even shorter, four years. Don't base your life out of those four years, you know? If you can't find friends in your school, bro, like play video games, you know, like, like if you like to play Call of Duty, there's a bunch of groups online where you can actually find friends, people who have the same interests as you, you know, like we don't live in the same era as I used to live, where it's like the beginning of Facebook and we don't know what it is. Right now there are friends, like group friends 
for different interests. Like go on TikTok and just like start commenting on people's pages that you find interesting. There's so many ways today to expand your your um, your surroundings. You know, you don't have to keep it in high school. And it, like, and I know it's hard for a because if if I was 14 years old right now and I was looking at this, I'll be like, okay, he doesn't know what he's talking about because it's it's like it's my like every morning I wake up at seven and I go to school five days a week. So it's it rep, high school represents maybe like 80 percent of your of your like of your of of your year completely but trust me like it doesn't mean anything whoever's is popular in high school whoever has a lot of friends in high school when they will get to college that will change you know like life is not about what happens in high school high school is just like it's a it's a it's a fantasy world like there's nothing real about high school there's nothing that Whoever accomplishes something in high school doesn't mean they're going to accomplish something in life. And it doesn't mean because you're, you're seen as a nerd in high school, you're going to be a nerd in life, you know? There's so many people that were nerd. I know, especially, oh my God, especially like I have some friends who literally didn't fit in in high school at all and hated high school. And they went to college and it was completely opposite. They were like, they were so much more respected in college because, because they were who they were and that's what people were looking for. They were... They were smart, you know, they were a people's person, they were nice. Being nice in high school is not a thing. People are usually attracted to people who are mean and who are like overlooking everyone because those are the popular ones and the nice people are getting overlooked. But in college, that's what all people need, you know. I would simply say like find interest, find things that you like, do things that you like. And because of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, you can definitely find people who have the same interests as you. And be patient, you know, just be patient. Like life is so, life is short, but it's so long at the same time. You know, like you can definitely, once you make it through high school, you'll see what really you can do and the potential that you have, you know, don't, don't base it on high school. I've, yeah, I've, I've interviewed several people who really had a hard time finding friends in high school, but then they started getting into the entrepreneurial phase and it was hard to find other entrepreneurial kids that were friends with. So what he did was he started, actually I had a couple of them. They started DMing people on Instagram that were similar and they, they started interviewing them. They started communicating through Instagram, sharing their interest. And then he, he had friends online with the same interests, doing the same things, which was starting the business at 15, 16 years old. But if, if, you know, a lot of people, they try to follow the trend. You should create your own trend. Exactly. In the beginning, people are not going to look at you and say, oh, I want to follow this guy. But once no. you start creating that trend and once you start building momentum, people will start following you and you become that leader. You have a TikTok account, create a TikTok and people are making fun of you. And then all of a sudden, people will start following you you're like, oh, this guy's actually like know what he's doing. And then people will start making TikToks as well. Or if you want to start a business, start a business, and then people will start following you. It's you become the inspiration. It's not going to be easy in the beginning, but it will become easier in the end. And you know what's what's crazy is that like everything you just said is so true because I'm living it right now, also. Where it's like 
people will judge success or happiness with like numbers you know where it's like i remember in elementary school it was like how many friends do you have and we were like oh i have like 15 friends and then we would feel bad because they only have five friends and it's the same thing when you go on social media you know and what you're saying is so true like especially with I've, i've been i've been living it in a certain way where it's like my whole tiktok account has like a whole different vibe than most of tiktok where it's like it's educational yet a little bit entertaining it's it has like uh it has a message and not a lot of tiktok accounts have it and it's not a lot of people don't judge it as cool and like you see me you see a lot of accounts having so many more followers than i have with so many less likes because what they do is considered cooler you know but in real life it doesn't matter like the num- the real the, the real the real game is about the connection the bond the relationship that you build with those people you know i have so many followers that talk to me talk to me every single day and that that come to me every single day for advice and all that and that's the real game and that's how real life works the better your relationship is with a human being the more value that gives you as a person it's not about how many people like no one cares about an account that has a million followers but people don't really care about the creator. No one cares about like a, a person who has 20 friends, but when that person needs help, there's only one that comes to their help. But people do care about that the person who has five friends and all of those five friends come to help him when he needs it, you know? It's the same thing and like it's the same it's it's how life works. People get it confused in a way where it's like, oh, the more I have the better it is. No, like the stronger the bond, the better. And it's 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 a long-term game like and that's that's how I play my whole thing. It's always about the long term. Obviously I have goals and I, I do want to reach my goals, but it, it, for me the most important thing is just to having a connection with the people that follow me and making sure that I make their day better, you know. And, and how how that translate translates that into friends in high school? Don't look for 30 40 friends look for five friends three to five friends who are going to have your back no matter what bro and this is like and i i think i'm the best person to talk about i had i've had the same six sorry the same five friends since i'm 14 years old and i still see them once a month every every single year today And I don't go out of those five friends. I have like one childhood friend, sorry, two childhood friends that I see from time to time, but that's it. I don't like, I've, I've, I've been, I've been through, through circles and crews and all that. And I found out myself that the people who really love you, whether you're broke, whether you're, whether you like, whether you're weird, whether you, you, you're. I don't know whether you're successful or not, whatever you, you do or whatever, whoever you are, they will love you, you know, Absolutely. and they'll stick with you because they love the source. They love the person you are. Like they love what you bring to them and that's it. You know, like it's not monetary. It's not like it has nothing. It has nothing to go to. Sorry. It has nothing to do with give and take. It's all about like, it's all about giving between my friends and I, it's all about giving each other time. And that's it. Like, we don't care about social media. Like, no one cares about, like, whoever gets the bachelor or whatsoever. Obviously, we're friends. We make each other, make fun of each other and whatsoever. But we're the same, we're the same people today at 25 years old that, that 
we're the same people at 25 years old that we were at 14 and we talk <laughs> the same things and it doesn't you know what i'm saying yeah and and if you have to change your friend group that's totally okay too because if your friend group sometimes you fall apart or sometimes you grow apart and yeah. when you when you grow apart and you find a new friend group that's totally fine it's happened to me it's yeah happened to no, a lot of people yeah yeah no, the key is find people that you can grow with and find people that exactly. will accept you for who you are obviously if we if we speak about like career wise and all and all that obviously i have different people I go to you know like i'm not going to go to my my friend who's an accountant to talk about social media and like <laughs> he's not going to know what the hell he's talking about what i'm trying to say is that once you take out the layers of like career success and all that you're there's a source to every person and the people who love you for your source is the people you should keep around in your life that's in condition that's the people who love you unconditionally like your parents your mom your dad don't get lost in the hype of like 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 i'm just trying to apply it to my life right now where it's like okay i'm on tiktok and i have uh i have visibility obviously i could go and just try to like be friends with everyone who's like who's like uh, a TikToker who's, or who's famous. But reality is, would I really be interested on them because they are who they are or because they're TikTok famous? There has to be a source where it's like, I want to know you because I'm interested in what you do, whether you have 50K followers whatsoever. Like, I'm, I, think, I think there's a source for every single person. That's what you should look at. And if you, and people, and people, and people come and go, it's, 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 it's all right to have like, acquaintances you know people just like you have small talk with and that sometimes like they will come to you for some interest and you will come to them for some interest it's totally fine i'm not saying block yourself from the world and just focus on the four or five people in your life like try to know people try to grow from other people too you know i'm always interested in growing and learning other people's uh, um, experiences but once the camera shuts down i have my i have my people i have my crew and i i just come back to them and I just come back to the source who I am, you know, mm-hmm. and I just try to inspire them and to be, for them to be better and, and for them to also make their dreams come true, you know. And Goody, you mentioned to me that you had a loved one pass away a while back. I had what, sorry? A loved one pass away a yeah. while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah my grandpa. G- grandpa, obviously, like I've had loved ones pass away too. How did you overcome that or did you overcome that? Oh man, that's a very good question. I I think I over I've overcome it, but my way to overcome it was simply to dig deep even more into the work I was doing. And it's simply because how inspired, how inspiring my grandfather was to me, that I kinda when when I lost him, I wanted to feel I wanted to feel like him, you know, I wanted to be like I wanted, I wanted to make him proud, you know? I was, I was like, when he died, like, I was, by the way, that was the loudest cry of my life. Like, I was crying, literally, like, yelling. I was like, I couldn't believe because, like... How old were you? I was, I was, uh, sorry, I think I was 19 or 20. 19 or 20. I was, my grandfather took care of me when my family had nothing, you know? My, my parents had me at 21, 20 years old, and my 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 dad had to finish his uh his college and so my grandpa took me in and raised me like I was his own child, you know. So for me that was like that was like my that was kind of like a second dad. Losing him 
was, I don't know, losing a limb or losing an arm. For me to cop with it, I knew the only way I was going to be able to cop with it is to, to make him proud, you know? And I knew for a fact that his last words, and these, these are also some things that make the person who I am and gave me the confidence that I have today that is unshakable. It's his last words to me were, um, in, in Spanish, te quiero, te amo, te adoro, which means I like you, I love you, I adore you. Uh, it doesn't make sense in, in English or in Spanish, it's, it's a thing. And that, w- that, that was his last words to me because the day before he died, we spoke on the phone. And I have a, I actually have a, a, I made a TikTok on it. And every time that I, I'm, I'm not at my best or every time that I have doubts, I think about those words. And that's why I preach about self-love because me telling, me telling that to myself or imagine my grandpa telling me that completely resets my whole body energy. I just restart to like have the positive energy that I always have because everyone has doubts and I just go on with my day. My goal when he died was simply to make him proud and to do what I love and to feel like him because every time I look at my grandpa like my my dad has a completely different story from my grandpa because like they, they had a different relationship they went through many more things than I did I only lived like eight years with him but my perspective from my grandfather was always seeing him happy he was always happy he had he had his his uh, his crew around him after after six or seven after they, they were all done with work they would all come to the house check um baseball is a huge thing in Venezuela they will all check the game drink a, a, a little whiskey or something just to like you know just to like relax and just have some good time with his friends he would be like for me that's my perspective of him he would just like come home say i love you to to my grandma like at least once a day and he would just have this energy that was so contagious i was just like wow like i've barely seen any human being around me that has the same energy I simply wanted to make him proud and I just got more into the work that I was doing and I told myself I want to be the best at what I do. And that's how I kept pushing through it. Obviously, I, I one thing my mom has told me is you never you never cope with someone's death. You just learn how to live without that person. And uh, it's that's so true. It's and that's how I've been, you know, like obviously sometimes I cry, like I think about him. Being like having the the attention I have right now on TikTok for me would be like, yo, I, I would love to tell him, you know, like, yo, look what I'm doing, <laughs> you know. And I know he would be so happy about it. My grandpa was my biggest hype man. Like, he was my biggest hype man. I would, I don't know, like, whatever I would do, <laughs> he would still be so like overreacting to it, you know. It's crazy that you say that you just learn to cope with it because I've had people in my life, close people that pass away too. And in the beginning, you feel like you can't live with, without them. Exactly. Um, a couple of years, one year go by, two years, three years go by. Sadness, you know, you're less sad, but there's certain moments where you just kind of miss them. And it's okay to miss them. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to cry sometimes once in a while. But you just, as time goes by, life happens. People can't live to forever and then when you grow older you're gonna see more people pass away and you just learn to kind of just live with it it's just a circle of life people come and people go some people are longer in this life than others and it just happens and you can't let it what how do i say is you 
you can't let it bring you down where you question life. Exactly. Because and it, that person wouldn't want you to question life. That person would want you to learn from this and just keep on going. And, and that's, that's the, that's the realest thing. Cause fun, the fun, funny part about my, my, my grandpa's death is that the day before, and like I said, I have all of this on a, on a TikTok skit. The day before I went to a bar with my friend and me and like, he's, he's one of my best friends from college. We actually, the reason we, me and him connect so much is because of the respect we have for, I have for my grandpa and the respect he has for his grandma. And we both have kind of a similar story where we were both raised by, by our, our elders to a certain extent. When my grandpa died, his grandma died a week later. Fun, the, like for us, we could have been, we could have been sad for a longer time. But because of the like, because of the like the love we have for each other, and because of the circumstances where it's like we just spoke about these two people a week ago, and we spoke about how much he meant to us, and them dying almost at the same time, we had to like be strong enough to support each other. Where when my grandpa died, he called me and he was there for me, which is like, bro, let's go out, let's do something, like let's not like get caught up into this. And his grandma dying one week later, and we both had the same amount of love for these two people. I had to be there for him, you know. At the end of the day, I just think like like people people die, people have a purpose, and everything that happens happens for a reason. And my grandpa died. Obviously, I would love to have my grandpa today, but I think I wouldn't be the same person. Well, I wouldn't have become the same person if that wouldn't have happened. So everything happens for a reason. That's what I tell myself. I don't know, maybe like if that his death he taught me something that I have, would have never learned if he was alive, you know? You preach a lot about self-love and really loving yourself. So let's go back to the original topic. Yeah. How can someone who's 14, 15, 16 years old practice self-love when a lot of the stuff in their life is not going right? Maybe in their home, Maybe in school, maybe they don't fit in. How can someone increase their confidence and practice self-love? What I would do, I per, like growing up as a teenager who was who's an immigrant and growing up in a in a white suburb, I had a lot of problems with my parents. It wasn't always happy at home, you know. Also, I was play um, I was playing a, a sport that I didn't really liked because of the people I was surrounded by. So I was playing with older people. I was playing volleyball, and I was um, the coach put me in a, on an older team. And because I was younger, I was always getting bullied because I was I wasn't as good as them whatsoever. For a whole year, I was being called so many sorts of names, or made, made being like I was making being um, I was made fun of because of what I think is just dumb. Because it's just I really do think it's it's dumb to make fun of people at, at like at any point. And the way I would cope with it is simply by listening to positive things, you know. Back then, I, we didn't have podcasts. So what I would do was simply I would listen to my favorite artists, you know. I was lucky enough that I grew up with J. Cole, Big Sean, Kendrick Lamar. And they, these, these rappers had such a positive impact in my life that I just wanted to listen to them all the time. Every time that I found a song, not only by them, but by anyone that was positive or that would be inspiring for me, I would listen to it at least a thousand to two thousand times. 
it would make me feel a hundred times better because my like your brain is 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 constructed in a way where if it hears positive things it will it will that positivity will will inf infiltrate your body and you automatically feel different about it if you keep hearing ne negative things you will act negative like you will you'll will, you'll will act uh, accordingly so that's the best example I could give. Also, one thing I do always say in my life is that do more of the things that you love. So one thing that I, I, I would I really love to do is to play basketball. That was really what I, I, I was really like, yo, I love basketball. So, like, I would play basketball every single night. And just, like, shoot hoops. And I would, like, just, like, listen to, to the music I wanted, shoot hoops. And just that specific moment will make me feel better because it's just, like, you're stepping away from, from the negativity, all the madness that's going on in high school or maybe at your house. So it gives you like an outsider's, it gives you like a different perspective. It gives you the time to cool down. Uh, it gives you the time to like reflect on it, you know? And that's how I dealt with my problems at 14, 15, 16. And I could say it really worked out for me, you know? I, I would surround myself more and more with my friends. So I would try to spend as much time also with people that I loved and that I knew would actually make me feel good. And yeah, I think that's, that's the best you can do when it happens, you know? It's crazy that you say that because for those who don't know Pitbull, Pitbull's uh, a Spanish rapper yeah, and Hispanic uh, rapper. I've, you know, got to see him in real life. And he was, when he was growing up, he grew up poor with his mother he had a hard time growing up and his mom always used to put on Tony Robbins tapes. Yes. I heard, I heard that. Yes. You're right. Yes, yes, yes. I, Tony I Robbins, for those who don't know, he's, he's a self help guru, a motivational speaker. He's almost 60 years old now. He's been around the block for 40 years, but his mom used to put on Tony Robbins tape and he used to listen to it in the back, back seat or in the passenger side. And that positivity was engraved in him while he was going through the t uh, tough times. And that's what a lot of people do. They, they, that's what Teenage Impact is all about, to be kind of that scapegoat when you're going through a whole bunch of stuff. You, feel, you take all the positivity and you know, share it with the world. Yeah, and it's exactly what it is. You know? the, the, more, the more you surround yourself with positivity, the better the better you will feel and the better you the better you will perform at whatever you're doing you know um it's just it's just a fact you know let's almost conclude this interview with uh about your tiktok i mean how did you get started with tiktok so um i got started on tiktok back in march so i was i had a i, I had a bit a marketing agency that was dealing with um fashion brands um social medias I simply wanted. Uh, I was looking for for different platforms where uh, where we could like get them some visibility. And I, through me browsing throughout those platforms, I just I saw TikTok, <laughs> and uh and I I had heard from TikTok on YouTube videos from PewDiePie and all those guys. Uh, they usually made react videos to the cringe, uh, <laughs> to the cringe TikTokers. But um, I saw it and I was like, hey, let me try it out. I've heard about this app, but I've never looked at it so let me see what's going on i kind of i kind of felt that it was growing so i went in it i browsed through it and before deciding before even trying to offer 
the app to businesses. I was like, yo, let me try it for myself. And then I tried it for myself. After two weeks, I had a, a video went semi-viral uh, with 200K views. And that was huge for me because I come from Instagram and Facebook where like, I think the most views I've ever had for my own personal profile was like 5,000. No, sorry, 20,000. And that was 200,000 for me. It was like, I was going crazy. I was like, wow. So then I spoke about it with my friends. I was like, yo, guys, there's this new app, TikTok. I think it's, it's going to be huge. We should try it out. My friend, uh, my childhood friend, uh, got huge on it after like two weeks or something. He he had like, after two weeks, he had like 10,000 followers or 15,000 followers, something like that. <laughs> and he was super popular. So for me, like all my, like everyone's like, yo, you're, 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 a, you're a celebrity whatsoever. You're a TikTok star. We kept watching his comments and it was just, you know, it was just funny to a certain extent because no one was paying attention to TikTok yet because of the demographic, I felt, I knew that it was going to kind of get big. So I was like, yo, I think we should squeeze it, squeeze this opportunity, but no one's really taking it serious. We decided to, to, to put it aside, focus on the business. And then I don't know what really happened. Like we simply had a conversation about TikTok again back in July, August. And I was like, you know what? Let me go back on the app. I only had like a thousand followers when I came back. I'm like, okay, let me come back on this app and see what, what's up, you know? And I came back, I was trying to, again, I was just, I didn't know what to do on the app. I was like, let me try to, let me try to do what everyone else does. So I was trying to fit in again. I was like doing the, the challenges and all that. It wasn't really working for me. After, and then afterwards, I just had a conversation with my friend. And I, I told him like, yo, what, what do you think I should do on TikTok? Like, it's really not working right now. My friend uh, reminded me something that I always preach. It's always, always when you post content, it's to, to post something meaningful. <laughs> And um, something that I'm good at is at telling stories. So my friend reminded me of that. He was like, yo, why don't you just do stories? You're good at that. And why don't you just post something meaningful? I think a day or two after, I posted uh, a video that's called um, When uh, Big Bro Takes the Belt for You, which is a big bro, little bro video where uh, the mom's about to give the belt to the little bro and the big bro steps in and takes it for him. And that's the video that started everything. From that video, <laughs> I, I gained like, 20,000 followers and then I did another video about like I think it was again about a little bro big bro story gained like thousands and thousands of followers and then it just like kept doing what I thought was um people liked about me and what I thought I was good at and today I'm 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 uh I have this thing on TikTok right now that's like most 1 million where it's like I want to I want to get 1 million followers <laughs> you're like almost a half a million right now what for- yeah Yes, I'm about to get half a million right now. Wow, uh, good for you, good for you. And, and uh, yeah. you have a lot of, I mean, for those who don't know, his TikTok videos are about him. He's not even speaking. But he's yeah, exactly. a story yeah. on different lessons that it's yeah. doing. Like I, I saw one lesson where the little sister is wrote an essay about the big brother. Yes, exactly. Um, and most, like, most of these things are things that I've lived, not all of them. But a lot of the things that I put in my stories are, th- are things that I've lived myself. So I think that makes, makes uh, my stories a little bit more authentic. I don't know, because of my background also, like, I've always, like, since I'm 14 years old, I've always written poems and stories also. Uh, people don't know this about me, but I have, like, tons and tons of poems uh, in my, on my computer since I'm, like, 14. I think because of my background, I kind of, like, have, like, a, a thing for writing stories, too, you know, so... 
I'm happy. I'm honestly really happy that uh, TikTok has given me the opportunity of like showcasing my talent and uh, being able to impact people's life and make people happier. Because I don't know, people for some reason, like they tell me that they cry during my videos, but it makes them happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love your videos. I love your videos. Do you have any last tips for people, Goody? Um, in life or TikTok? In life. In life. Well, I mean, something I always tell my, um, well, the Goody fam, because uh, that's that's how I call it, my, my uh, the people who follow me, the Goody family, is just, like, be different and be you, you know, and spread love at all times. Don't try to fit in. Be yourself. Obviously, the more you're going to grow up, the more you're going to discover about yourself. Like, that's a, like, that's the purpose about life, you know? That's the purpose of growing up. You, you, you are who you are right now and you yet have to discover so much about yourself and i think if people were more forgiven about their own their own their own person and if they would love themselves first it would take away a lot of the problems that they have and also to not listen to anyone you know what i'm saying like people who 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 who, who um send negative uh, people who are negative or people who who tell or bullies or around you like don't pay attention to them they're not there they're, they're not, they're not, they're not going to make anything good in your life. They're not going to, don't pay attention to them. The, something I always say to my father is that bullies, bullies are filled with, with trash and you don't want to, you don't want to hang around with trash. And there's a reason why there's trash because th there's something in their life that's not doing, going well. Someone is putting that trash into them and they're trying to evacuate it into some, like put it into someone they else make themselves feel better because someone else it, makes them feel bad exactly exactly so that's one thing i always say so don't pay attention to them one thing i told one of the the one of my followers and she literally this is one one true story she came into my life so she was being bullied and i told her like don't pay attention to that person and if they ever come back to you go see an adult if they if you go see an adult and they, they come back to you then like let them know who they are to you and literally what is a bully to someone they are nothing like who are you like i don't need to listen to you i don't need to be here around you i don't i don't need nothing from you so why are you here it worked for her you know like she was literally she's she she came back on on my life and she told me like she gained so much confidence out of this and that she was able to to confront the bully in a good way right because i don't want to also encourage violence whatsoever but i want people to feel confident you know be confident about yourself and just let the bullies know that they don't mean anything in your life, you know, and then trust me when you're able to face someone and tell them that like, this is not working. Like this is not, I, I, I don't need this. You know, I don't, I don't want none of this. Like get out when you're able to face someone and tell them like, to tell them that it, it really, it really makes it, it really going to make an impact on your life and on their life because they're going to realize that what they're doing is not it's not like it's not working so yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely and goody where can people find you uh people can find me on tiktok they can also find me on instagram so it's your boy goody uh on both platforms and yeah i mean i'm, I'm i will start eventually a youtube channel but uh it will be at the end uh, of the month of january and that's a later project, but uh, but yeah, so far TikTok and Instagram, your boy Booty is the same. And it's, and it's going to be in the descriptions. Also, if you're listening and tuning in from iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, please rate and review Teenage Impact Podcast because 
I'm trying to inspire as many people as possible and these ratings reviews will help with the algorithm to be ranked higher. So go ahead, please share the Teenage Impact podcast with people who truly need it. I really do appreciate this interview, Goody. You're such a, a kind, genuine person. I could really, I just feel positive vibes just talking you. to you and just watching your stuff. Thank and I truly do appreciate you, brother. I, this is, like you said, this is my first interview. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how well it went whatsoever. Uh, but I, I just hope that people were able to pick up something from the, the whole <laughs> whatever I said today. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Take care, man. Thank you, man. Take care. I've interviewed several TikTok influencers, all trying to inspire people. I I love interviewing each and every one of them, but Goody was a little bit different. I've been following him for the past couple months and his videos have hidden messages in them to try to inspire people. And he doesn't even talk in his TikTok videos. It's so powerful that some of his videos has millions and millions of of views. Here are my three takeaways from interviewing Goody. Takeaway number one, most important one, be yourself. Goody came from Venezuela to Canada. He did everything to try to fit in from hiding his accent to acting a certain way to playing certain sports to having a girlfriend. But once he found his true roots in Venezuela, he attracted the right people. And when he attracted the right people, he stopped trying to portray this person he was not, and he felt more comfortable trying to be himself. So if you're coming from a different country, trying to get friends, or maybe you're from this country and you don't have much confidence and you're trying to impress other people just to have friends, what other people are doing is they might like you, but they don't like you for who you are. They like you for who you're becoming. And when you're when they like you for who you really are not, they might win, but you're not winning. Because you're not winning because you're not truly fulfilled inside. And as soon as those friends who like you for who you think you are, and once they're gone, your self-confidence is ripped apart. Which is why the second takeaway, practicing self-love, is really important. When you practice self-love, what can you do? Listen to inspirational content like the Teenage Impact Podcast. Listen to influencers. Listen to other motivational speakers. Read nonfiction books. Find a positive outlet. Do passion projects. These are all things that when when you practice self-love, you're slowly building your confidence and you're slowly practicing who you really are as a person. And you don't need fake friends to make you feel better. What you really need is to truly discover who you are as a person. And the third takeaway, if you have lost someone that's dear to you, Goody lost his grandpa, and he's never cried as hard as he cried when he lost his grandpa. I lost my fraternity brothers. Losing someone is hard. And the takeaway from this is you don't have to truly get over that person. You just have to learn how to cope with it. You know, there will be times where you feel like that person's on your mind and let that person be on your mind. Do not ignore it. And don't beat yourself up for that person being on your mind or you feeling sad because that person's not here. But what you learn to do is just to go on with life. That's life. People will just be stripped away from you 
at any given moment. And instead of thinking that person is not with you now, is you should be happy that person share with you that experience, their presence. They share with you a certain vibe that you can't get with anyone else. So appreciate those moments instead of thinking about, hey, this person is not with me. So those are the three takeaways I've learned from interviewing Goody. If you haven't done so already, go ahead, download the teen. Go ahead, download the seven quick and easy ways to feel better about yourself. Share the Teenage Impact Podcast with a friend. And until next time, peace.